And the agent who basically was in charge of the DEA Special Operations Division when the case started, after the White House decided at that time, after 9-11, we've got to do something. We've got to crack down. And boy, within about seven months, they developed enough evidence to get this guy. So great work by the DEA. And the agent who was in charge of overseeing it all joins us now, DEA agent, the former one, Derek Maltz. Uh, Derek, great to have you here on the Rita Cosby Show. Thank you, Rita, for having me to discuss this important topic. You know, Derek, you have been on our show before about fentanyl and other things, and I was not surprised to see uh, that you and your team did such amazing work getting this guy. I want to have you kind of take us back to when this happened, because he actually, what, he arrived in Westchester County Airport in New York uh, in November, November 16th, 2010, uh, in White Plains, New York. Walk us through sort of the moment that led up to it and who this guy really is. So, Rita, let me just give you some quick background. So the DEA has a global law enforcement presence working very closely with counterparts. We were asked by the Department of Justice to go after another arms trafficker, Monza Kassar. And he was the one allegedly masterminded the Achille Laura hijacking that killed Leon Klinghoffer back in 1985. So we successfully got him on a sting operation. So we got a call one day. My boss called. Mike Braun was the chief of operations of DEA. We got a call that the President Bush's um, deputy national security advisor for terrorism wanted to see us to discuss the, the cases on the arms trafficker. So what happened was we went in there and he basically challenged the DEA to pursue this Victor Boot guy, who I had never heard of at the time, the merchant of death, the lord of war. What we realized quickly is that, according to what we were told, is this guy was not only one of the biggest traffickers in the world of weapons, he was a former Soviet military officer who was close to Vladimir Putin and also bought all the planes and, and uh, cargo planes and arms after the collapse of the Soviet Union. So we put together a very, very complex international sting operation utilizing some of our incredible, credible, uh, incredible uh, confidential sources, and we infiltrated Mr. Boots' organization. We started the case sometime around August of 2007, and then he was in custody in Thailand uh, about seven months later on March 6th, and he was charged in the Southern District of New York with four terrorism charges, conspiracy to kill Americans, conspiracy to acquire and use surface-to-air missiles, conspiracy to kill U.S. officers, and basically U.S. nationals. The bottom line is we had the best prosecutors in the world in Southern District, headed by Preet Bharara at the time, and these guys were very experienced in prosecuting terrorists. And so we got this guy. Eventually, we got him back to the United States after a very difficult extradition battle. The entire U.S. government, including the Obama administration officials, when Joe Biden, coincidentally, was the vice president, helped us get him back. Secretary of State uh, Hillary Clinton, Attorney General Holder, uh, you know, the president himself, his, his Department of Justice, it was so helpful. It was a proud moment to be an American. I was in the White House Situation Room with all their principals. We discussed this plan. We discussed the importance of getting him back. And everyone knew what an incredible threat to our country and the world this, this Victor Boot was. Well, and Derek, and by the way, see, Derek, Derek, you just brought up a really powerful point that uh, Biden was vice president at the time. So he was very obviously well aware who this guy was. I, I, I also have to ask you, too, because um, here it is. Uh, there was a sort of a discussion of when they sentenced him. He gets, what, 25 years 
um, you know, uh, and life. Um, and then he says something to you. There's something really powerful. I saw it in a New Yorker article. Can you kind of tell me about that conversation? Well, he doesn't say it to, say it to me. He said it to, he said it to the writer of the article, the New York writer. And basically what he says is, you know what? They're going to try to lock me up for life. I'll get back to Russia. I don't know when, but I'm very young. Your empire will, will collapse. So his words before the sentencing, and now look at him on the news. He's talking about his support for Vladimir Putin. He's in big support of the war in Ukraine. All right. He's a thug. He's a global terrorist that was convicted, and we traded him for a vapor. Makes no sense. And you know what? I want to make it clear, just like you. We're glad to have Brittany Griner home. This isn't about Brittany Griner. This is about a very uneven trade that's going to put the world uh, in, in a worse shape now because of this national security threat is free again. He didn't serve his sentence for terrorism, and he doesn't deserve to go home early, period. Yeah, 1,000 percent. And everybody, we're talking to Derek Maltz, um, who was a supervisor agent. He oversaw the Drug Enforcement Administration's investigation of the merchant of death, Victor Boot. Um, you, you sent me some images, too. I mean, there he is coming off the plane. Uh, you're right there. This is Westchester County Airport. And, and you just said a really powerful point. We traded him for a vapor. I cannot believe, like, to me, it's the world's worst trade and I'm all for, you know, getting people out, especially Americans that are there. My goodness, I'm, I'm thrilled again that she's home. I, my heart breaks for Paul Whalen. And to me, this sounds like a re- like we really got like hosed, like we really were wimpy in this trade deal, because how could you let a guy out for somebody who just had hashish oil? It's embarrassing. And now the point that I was playing with uh, Brent Vilakovich, who's a former military guy, very active now in like pulling people out of Ukraine uh, and also Afghanistan and places like that. He says he 1,000 percent believes that Victor Boot now, Derek, is going to target Americans because it was the Americans that arrested him, that busted him. You just repeated it, too, that he said, you know, your empire, America, is going to collapse. I'm still going to be around. So he's on a mission. How much of a threat do you believe he's to America and how much of a threat do you believe he is to Ukraine? Well, I believe he's a huge threat to America, and it's really just common sense. He had Putin's picture hanging up in his cell. This is his idol. Putin was very loyal to Victor Boot and got him back home because he needs Victor Boot in the middle of this crisis, which is an embarrassment to Russia because they're not really winning the war, but they are killing innocent young and innocent young people and citizens of Ukraine. But now Boot is going to go back. He's got all his years of experience. He's a young man. And he's going to get back into action. He's on the playing field, and he's a big threat to the country. And by the way, it's common sense he's going to be pissed off in America for putting him in jail for all these years. And this guy was so arrogant and invincible, and the U.S. government, with our capabilities, we put him into jail where he belongs. But let me just bring something up real quick. When President Obama first took office, there was a letter that was written by the Congress, and it was a bipartisan letter. Get a copy of that letter and read it. Part of the letter talked about all the blood of countless victims that was on Victor Boot's hands. And then he talked about, in the letter, Mr. Obama, a release of Boot would be a blow to justice and a serious impediment to national security. That's pretty much the quote exactly. So Obama, Biden, and all these officials knew it. That's why they were so supportive of the DEA's effort at the time. And now, look, just a few years later, how many years later, right, 10 years later, the guy's out free. 
and Joe Biden's not paying attention to details. I don't know who he's getting his advice from, but whoever negotiated this deal should be held accountable immediately. How uh, big of an issue do you think it is also for other countries around the world? As you just pointed oh, out, you, he's going to buy this guy is this guy is one of the worst. You know, he was right under the list of right under Baha, uh, Osama bin Laden. Right. So, Rita, let's let's just talk about this. What bad guys do is take advantage of weaknesses and vulnerabilities. So when U.S. people are traveling around the world and they're going into some of these corrupt countries, right, with these corrupt leaders, they're going to realize if we if we set up some agent or we set up some person in our country, we can negotiate with the U.S. and get all our people out of jail. Because Joe Biden rolled over for Victor Boot, he's going to roll over for anybody. It's common sense. I mean, these guys are very complex, sophisticated criminals, and they know how to take advantage of the weakness. Just like on our southern border, they're taking advantage of our weakness and invading our country. So it's a very serious matter. It's not to be taken lightly. But like everything else, it's, it's disgusting what's happening to this American beautiful country so quickly with the lack of leadership and the poor decision making. It is heartbreaking. Uh, well, Derek Maltz, first of all, thank you for everything that you and your team did. Uh, what an incredible job to get him within, as you mentioned, just a few months. Suddenly in Thailand, then he gets extradited. You brought him to Westchester. You had huge charges against him. He was locked up. And you guys did an amazing, amazing job. And also thank you for your perspective because it is so important. You know it firsthand and you know what this merchant of death is capable of. Um, Derek Maltz, thank you very much for everything you and the DEA do. Um, you guys are terrific. And thank you for your amazing years of service, Derek. Rita, thank you very much. One last statement I want to make because I'm a big believer in this. Politics should never get in the way of national security. And unfortunately, that's what's happening right now on our southern border and with this Victor Boot decision. Yeah, I, I think thank a lot of people see much. that. I think, sadly, a lot of people see that. Derek, thank you very much. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888 Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.